All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Authors Unite show. Uh, today, I got Holly Bargo with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleased to be here. Grateful to have you on. Um, so can you kick us off? Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Okay. Um, well, Holly Bargo is actually a pseudonym, and um, it came from a horse. That was her registered name. It's a way to keep this horse alive in our memory and to distance myself from my family because they're embarrassed by what I write. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. So tell us so, what, yeah. what you wrote. Um, I typically write romance, um, and I not just general romance, but mostly under the subgenres of fantasy and paranormal. And I hit a few other subgenres as well. Got it. So does it get pretty hot and heavy in your novels? It does at times. Uh, not always, but it can <laughs> be very explicit. Okay. Tell us about one of those times, the whatever first one pops to your mind. Well, um, gee, that one's, that's, that's, a, that's a difficult one because most of them uh, do contain explicit material. That's okay. Uh, yeah. This, so, this podcast is 100% open. You're allowed yeah. to talk about it. So um, I, think, I think it's not necessarily the fact that I have, you know, intimacy in my stories yeah. Um, that makes them stand out. I think the clincher is that uh, I happen to be, is, is that they, they sort of reflect, I guess you could say, my old fashioned upbringing. I come from an extremely traditional family. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, anyway, so when my protagonists do decide that they're going to fall into bed together, it's within the parameters of a committed relationship. There's, I, you know, there, there's no cheating. There's, there's no, you know, eyeing, you know, other men or other women. It's, you know, once, once they commit to this, they are, they're committed. And okay. that's what there's to it. Okay. And then, so walk us through the process of like writing one of these. I, I just find it fascinating. Like I'm a nonfiction writer. So oh. Like I have my process for writing a nonfiction book, but like, what's your process from start to finish on uh, writing one of your novels? Um, well, some of these, uh, some of the characters have greater experience than I do, to be honest with you. <laughs> so a lot of it is purely imagination. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's basically uh, it doesn't center on um, to be blunt about it, you know, insert tab A into slot B, it's mainly about uh, the emotions, you know, what, what the characters are going through, what they feel. You know, that's, that's where the heat really comes in. Got it. Okay. And then, so I guess what I'm getting at is like, do the ideas like come to you like when you're like randomly or like, are you like sitting down and like plotting out the whole storyline or like, how does it actually come to life? Like the book? Oh, Okay, gotcha. Um, no, I pretty much, uh, I pretty much have an idea. Usually, it's some sort of uh, scene that sort of erupts in my mind, oh. and um, then I start writing. Sometimes the scene happens in the middle of the story, and I have to put in a whole lot of stuff beforehand. Um, sometimes the scene starts around the beginning of the story, which makes it a lot easier for me. 
Um, but it's, it's basically something that just sort of, you know, springs up in my mind. Got it. Okay. It grabs okay. hold and won't let go. So I have to write it or my mind will explode. <laughs> we don't want that. How, how many novels have you written? Um, novels, probably 21, 22, something like that. Okay. That's awesome. That's a lot. Um, okay. And then do you have plans to write? Like how many do you think you'll write in the future? I have no idea. Um, typically I put out three novels, sometimes four a year. Um, this year I'm working on five books. I've got four out now. I plan to get one more out by the end of the year. Got it. Okay. And then when it comes to like the marketing side, because I, I just know from personally working with a lot of authors, marketing is, you know, one of the hardest parts for them. So do you have any like marketing strategies that you use to get the books out there? I am a marketing dunce. Um, I have a, uh, I have a social media marketing consultant. Okay. That, um, I've been using for the last, I don't know, it's three years now almost. And, um, she handles the Twitter. She handles, um, uh, most of my Facebook. She, she just handles so much for, of that because I have, I have no, no interest in it, no skill at it. Um, which goes hand in hand and, um, she's, she happens to be very good with that. Um, I also, um, have a, uh, publicist who has, you know, alerts media and, um, we're going to, th that one, that's a new one. And we're going to, we're going to see how that goes. Um, but, uh, you know, I do, I do some, I guess, I guess you say appearances, um, you know, along with a bunch of other authors generally at uh, various events. So I'm going to be at the Imagine Book Fair in Louisville, uh, October 11th, 12th, and 13th. What's that? What's that about? I've, I've actually, I've never heard of it. Okay. Well, it's, it's a part and parcel of the Imaginarium, which is a, uh, gaming convention for the Dungeons and Dragons crowd. Okay. And a lot of my books do fit within that fantasy and adventure parameter. We just add a whole bunch of romance to it. And um, so, you know, I will be there and it's <clears throat> an interesting crowd. It's, it's like, <clears throat> I guess you could call it the smaller version of Comic-Con. Got it. Okay. So, um, been to Comic Con, which I have not, or Gen Con, which I have. Um, it's it's a it's a smaller version of that. Um, again, it gets it gets a it's an interesting crowd. It really does. Got it. And then, are you self publishing these books, or how are they getting published? <clears throat> I do self publish. You do okay. Got it. And then, do you use um, you know just for people listening? A lot of people that listen to the show are like aspiring authors. So, do you use like Ingram Spark, KDP, or like how are you um, completing the process? And do you do your own covers, or do you outsource that? Like, can you walk us through the the final process before publish? Sure. You know, there's a story behind that, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> I started uh, the first several books I had. I published wide, which means you know multi-platform 
And after two years, I noticed, sometimes I'm a little slow on the uptake, but after two years, I noticed that the only royalties I ever received were through Amazon. So I decided to pull everything off the other platforms and now I publish exclusively through Amazon. Um, yeah, so it's KDP all the way. I admit to missing create space. I thought it was a bit friendlier to use. Yeah, I like to create space as well. I agree. So anyway, there's that. There's that. Um, do you do your yeah. own covers or do or and formatting or do you outsource that? I do my own. I do my own formatting. I have some seat of the pants training in graphic design. Um, I worked in corporate roles for 25 years, and uh, mainly in you know marketing and marketing associated fields. So I did a lot of proposals and uh, newsletters and things like that, which of course required me to learn things like Adobe InDesign and PageMaker before that, and some graphic design programs, you know, kind of develop a little bit of proficiency with that. So I do my own formatting. Um, with regard to the cover, I come up with an idea. If I can't manage to make the idea work on my own, I will then outsource it. Got it. Okay. So, and then yeah, about half the covers are outsourced and the other half are my own. And, and what's like your, I'm just curious because with the amount of books that you've written, I think one of the hardest things for people is to actually just sit down and write. So like, what is your uh, writing environment uh, like look like? <laughs> Usually my living room. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I have, I do have a home office. Um, I support myself as a freelance writer and editor. So I have a home office and I generally restrict this office to paid work. However, there are nights and when I do my writing for myself, it usually happens in the evenings um, because you know business hours are more or less reserved for business. And um, you know, I will pick up my laptop and sit at a recliner and type away. Um, Sometimes I will come back to my, you know, office and sit at this computer and type away. But um, yeah, it's it's usually it's it's pretty relaxed. Um, you know, I have assistance in the form of you know various four-legged beasties that come around. So <laughs> nice. Well, very cool. So, so tell us this: where so so Amazon is? Do you have a website or what's the best place for them to uh, to get in contact with you? Um, and then all of the, um, all of your books. I do have a website. It's uh, www.henhousepublishing.com. Okay. And then all, all the books are on Amazon is, or you prefer they go there and then Amazon. Is there links on there? Um, there are links. Um, there is a book catalog page on my website where they can go in and, uh, you know, the links on those pages will take them directly to the buy links or, you know, the buy site on Amazon. Um, I also have, you know, some, my portfolios up there, of freelance work. If anyone is interested in hiring a ghostwriter or an editor, I have uh, 
a section on there of what I just call free reads. Um, these are basically short stories and a few articles that I have uploaded. And, um, you know, if you want to say, well, what is this? Um, or do I like her writing before investing in a book? Take, you know, download a free read and check it out. You know, because I don't, I don't want people to download something in, you know, and buy it and then decide I didn't like that. So, you know, I give them a taste first. You know. Nice. No, I, th I think that's a great idea. So for everybody listening, henhousepublishing.com. And um, we appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate this. This is great.